Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, it's Allie and Find Your Joy, and today is uh, my one year, our one year anniversary of Find Your Joy, and I thought that what I would do is chat a little bit, um, you know, really looking back where I've come from, how what I've been doing, uh, reflecting on the guests and all that I've learned and experienced and how I've grown over the last year and looking forward a little bit to what the next year might look like. How What, uh, what are we going to do? What's Find Your Joy going to be about? What are we going to accomplish together, I guess, really? I'd love to hear about anything that... Um, you as a listener, you can always contact me through my website or my uh, email is alleywayart, A-L-I-W-A-Y-A-R-T at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear if there's guests that you would like to hear from, and I will reach out to them and see if they might be interested. I thought, I think what I thought I'd start with is um, kind of the whole concept of Find Your Joy and why I even started it. And kind of, you know, it's interesting. It's sometimes, I don't know if for you, but for me, I think I start something for a certain reason and then it starts to blossom into something else. And I tend to find out lots about myself and why I do what I do and what I think about what I do and if there's any value in it. So let's start there. Um, I think I've mentioned before that before I started this podcast, what I'd been doing um, after my accident and as as I was healing and trying to figure out what am I going to do with the rest of my life, um, because I just thought, you know, I'm 64 now and I was, you know, 55 at my accident and I was, you know, spent the first few years just really healing, walking and talking and figuring all that stuff out again. But then once I got to the point where I could function enough to do things for about an hour or so, and that's kind of what you see now, I I function pretty well um, to do things for a limited amount of time, and then the wheels come off the bus. So that's not so much about what I can't do, because we all have things we can't do. What I needed to figure out is, okay, then what can I do? I've got this this amount of time daily that I'm really able to do things with and to be quite productive. As long as I um, am mindful about my energy levels and the time. And so what am I going to do? Because I wasn't willing to just sit back and not do anything. I didn't want to um, just sit around and be aware of the pain and the things that come with anyone who has 
either an injury or uh, some kind of autoimmune. Like there's so many people that live the way I do. I'm certainly not the only person with a brain injury. Uh, when I think of all the people, maybe the people listening right now, you, I mean, there's fibromyalgia, there's lupus. I mean, the list is endless of things that people have, mental health issues. There's an endless list of people and uh, conditions that people are living with quite successfully um, that might be ways that we just need to learn to navigate. So it's not about sitting around and thinking about the crap that we're dealing with. Rather, how do we navigate those things that we're dealing with um, and find a way to live lives and not just survive them? Who wants to just survive life? I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive. I want to be happy. I want to be joyful. I want to find ways that I can add to the world, right? I want to put a mark on the world that's positive and healing and inspiring for myself, for my family, for those around me, for the listeners, for anybody. So that's kind of where it started. And then on that journey, I was a co-author in three books and then I authored my own book authored wrote I don't know what the right term is but let's just go there anyways so all of those things were uh you know about looking at challenges and how we get over them and those are awesome things and people need to hear about that and like to hear about that when I was I think I've said many times probably about halfway into writing my own book and when you write with a brain injury you, you know it doesn't you know you don't write that book lately or I didn't write that book in any record time um it was you know it took me a few years to do that and one thing that I realized was I didn't want to just talk about challenges. I really wanted to talk about joy because for me, if I get stuck looking at things like, again, how, how it's easy to look at pain because it's right in our face. And it for those of us who deal with pain daily, um, that can get right in our face and it can be what we think about. It could be what I was thinking about. And I needed to find a way to look outside of that because if this is going to be how I'm going to live the rest of my life, I've got to find a way for there to be more. So that's why my book kind of, it it, it definitely addresses PTSD and pain and all of these things, but it's about finding a way out of it. And so that's what I came up with was how do we find our joy in the midst of that? So in the last year, uh, right, I've had people talk about, sometimes they talk about their pain and how come and how they made their way through that. And sometimes they don't talk about that at all. They just find, they just talk about ways that they're finding their joy. And sometimes they talk about ways that they help other people to find their joy. And sometimes they just talk about things that um, fill their hearts and ways that they've learned to create. And all, it's just a multitude of things. And that's what I wanted to focus on. And that's the kind of stories that I wanted to share because I think it's really important. And the other part for me that I was thinking about today, or I guess actually, you know, in the last few weeks, I've been really thinking about, do I want to change what I'm doing? Do I want to, 
I mean, there's so much crap going on in the world and there's people who address it on their podcasts and they do an excellent job of it. Um, and I thought about, did I want to start to talk about whatever current events, the state of what's happening around the world um, and address the pain that people are uh, feeling? And and here's what I came up with for that. Uh, my focus is going to stay on joy and how we find it. There are people that are much better qualified um, and are much more able to present really clear ideas. And for me, I'm always interested in um, uh, opposing. Is that the word I want to use? I, I really, I love critical thinking. I love when people don't just tell me, about their opinion, but they tell me what they think and why they think it and the ways they came to that and um, other ideas that might be very different from theirs, but how they actually considered those ideas. I love that kind of thing. I love when we think beyond just what's in my own mind. Um, I, I love that. Some of the people that I follow have ideas very different than mine. But I love how they present what they think. I love how they came to what they think. I, I I think, wow, that it's interesting. And sometimes I'll be listening to someone who has a very different idea than I have or a belief or opinion. And I'll talk about that in a minute. And I just, I, I find new things. They change my mind about some things. I love it when someone gives me an idea that's completely contrary to what I think. And then I need to explore that. I think, okay, well, that makes sense. Especially someone who is articulate and kind. Kind matters to me. That someone doesn't say, well, this is what I believe and everyone else is an idiot. Uh, they really lose me quickly. Words like um, "you're people are asleep or they're sheep or they're just not thinking about things because someone has a different idea than they do. And, and someone who presents an idea and presents what they believe to be their facts and then says things like, well, anybody who doesn't see this, they're just not, they don't care. Like it's, it's just, it doesn't make sense. There's too many incredibly intelligent, articulate, well-educated or well-studied and, and versed in certain things that have opposing ideas. So I think it's, well, quite frankly, rather arrogant to say anyone who can't understand this as I'm presenting it or as someone has presented it is just completely, um, they're asleep or they're whatever. And I'm talking about everything that could be um spirituality or religion or atheism or that could be pandemics and lockdowns and taking you know shots or not taking shots or or how we raise children or or what we believe in around training animals like i don't care like i really don't care about what the thing is that a person is so strongly believing in. If if we can't come to a place, oh wait, there is some things like abuse of things. I, I kind of draw a line there. But even that, I suppose someone could have a very different idea than I do about what's abuse. And I'd talk to them about it, right? I, I would be willing to chat about that. So Here's the deal about why I just went off on that little bit of a rant. 
or maybe a long bit of a rant, I don't know, I can't see a timer. Anyways, um, is that for me, and especially with my new brain, as I call it, um, I'm not always going to be great at uh, rebuttal or remembering statistics or where I got the information from. And I think that if people are going to lead the way in um, conversations about such things, that it's going to be good for them to be able to actually remember where they got that information and why they got that information and who they got the information from and what the study is about, all those types of things. I think those are going to be uh, important attributes for a person who's going to bring those forward. So that's another thing about why I wouldn't I'm not so interested in being the people leading the way in such things. Um, I remember a while back, my son asked me about something and he said something about my opinion. Well, I, it, it, you know, wondered about my opinion or said something about being, having an opinion. And I said, right, you know what, really? Um, I don't have strong opinions in a lot of things. I have hopes, I have ideas. For me to have an, an actual opinion in something, um, that suggests to me that I've done a lot of research and I believe that what I believe is true and I'm a little bit maybe unshakable in that. And I don't tend to be a person that has that in a lot of areas. I have it in some, for sure. But there are many things that I uh, more hold a hope for. And uh, I, I guess I'll leave it there for right now. And so I, I decided that I'm going to continue on the madness of finding joy and inviting people who have found either some success in finding their joy or they're still on their quest they're still trying to figure it out. Like we're really all still on a quest, right? Like do any of us have every joy, every day we have is just joyful, happy, happy, clappy, clappy. Woo! Life is just great all the time. Like it's not right. It's not, but, but we, we look for hopefully, and we find ways to bring some happiness and joy to our life and to the lives of others. And so I think that, that that's where I'm going to stay. Like I, I look back and I think of the amazing people who have shared their time and their experience and their expertise over the past year with us. And I just feel really blessed and honored that they would do that um, and, and be so vulnerable. Like I've had people be on here and just, you know, share their stories and be willing to um, like, just be so courageous. I do. I think coming on and just telling your stuff um, and being willing to be that open and that honest with people. I think that's, I just really, I respect that. And I appreciate that in when people are willing to do that. So I think that that's where I'm going to continue um, this year. I think that what I'll do is continue to find stories and to find people who are willing to share their stories. And I would love to hear from anyone. If you have anyone that you think has a great story to share, a great story to share, an interesting short story to share. Maybe you're a person that has a story that you'd like to share. I'm not, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not searching out only people who are, um, 
you know, well known. I'm not opposed to that, of course. I mean, that that's wonderful. And and maybe sometimes people connect more to the people who are more well known. But I, what I'm interested in is people sharing a little bit about where they come from, some of the challenges that they faced in their life, and how they found their way to peace, right? Like for me, it's not joy isn't necessarily a thing of excitement and 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 um extravagance it's a lot about finding peace because like look around us it feels really much like there's a bit of a crash and burn happening here right there's you know there's the world's always been full of opposites right war and peace and horror and kindness and 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 just all the things that are out there that could be so damaging and yet still there is a way that you know in the midst of a lot of things that seem like there can be no life come out of it there can be life that comes out of of really really unthinkable times and and i know that i know that to be true right because in my own life in my own life i i'm a person who has survived what i think a lot of people would say are rather unthinkable things i i know intimately what it is like to have really unkind things happen, horrible things happen, violent things happen. I've had those experiences in my life and people who I love have had those experiences in their life. And I remember a time, I can remember, you know, after, you know, I'm a person who's lived through rape and uh, physical violence other than that and um, poverty and my daughter being very young and being sexually assaulted and just like really really very horrible things and still found a way to drag myself up and come and live a beautiful life and I think that's what it's about. It's not about, I'm not standing here saying, oh, look at my life. It's so great. Um, and yeah, look at my life. It's pretty great. I have love in my life. I have a beautiful family. I have my Sammy girl, my dog. <laughs> I have a lot of things going on. And I guess what I want to make sure is that people understand is what this is all about. For me anyways, my hope is, is that maybe you're at a place where I was some years ago. And it feels like there is absolutely no hope. I understand that feeling. I understand it so well. And I understand feeling like there is no way that this is ever going to get any better. I understand contemplating ending my life. I understand being afraid, terrified, curled in a ball, afraid to leave my house, afraid to wake up, afraid to go to sleep, afraid, afraid, afraid. 
And I mean beyond anxiety because I've dealt with anxiety. And I think I think too that we need to change the word anxiety. Shouldn't it be more like when people say, oh, did you have a panic attack? No, I had a terror, terror attack. I had something come over me and it seemed to take complete control of my body and my mind and everything about me. And the world seemed different when I looked around. It looked like I was in some kind of a poorly filmed movie all of a sudden. And I didn't know if I could take a breath and I couldn't stop breathing fastly. Just my heart was racing out of control. And I, I understand how that stuff works. And I understand how hard it is. And I understand that it feels like it's never going to go away. But I promise you it will. There are little steps that we take along the way. We reach out. Um, yeah, we reach out. We find a good counselor. We have a good friend. Go on YouTube. Man, go on YouTube and, and find some places where there's breathing exercises and find ways just to get the, the uh, craziness that happens in our body when anxiety is taking over, right? Um, you know, we, we learn about it. That's some of the stuff that really helped me was just science. The science of of what's going on in our bodies when we're afraid, when we're feeling terror, right? I talk about that for, I don't know how many of you know that I, my on my um, Facebook page, Alleyway Art, that on Mondays I do a thing called Mahalo Monday, which is just, you know, Mahalo is Hawaiian for thank you. And, and it's just all about gratitude and it's about learning how to um, handle our bodies in the midst of like the, our physical bodies add to it. Right. So our, um, our heart starts to race and our palms are sweating and our mouth is dry and, and our mind is racing. And all we can think of is just every crappy thing we've ever thought or done in our life. And, and how afraid we are about where the future is going to take us. And, and that's how anxiety works, right? Anxiety doesn't even really work in the here and now. It works in the all the crap that we've ever done or thought or been through and then races forward to all the crap that will be. And, and gratitude and grounding and all of that helps to bring us to here and to now. And to just to look at what's actually happening and not what we're afraid might happen or what we're trying to process about what did happen. So that's something I do on Monday mornings at eight o'clock Pacific time. And that is free and you're welcome to that. Um, the other thing is uh, just really learning, you know, the breath work and how to get control over our breath and to help to calm down our bodies. Um so a quick little thing on that, right? Gratitude, thinking on three things that we're grateful for in the morning as we wake up, before we do anything else, before we grab our phone, before we do anything quickly, three things that I'm grateful for, my dog, my house, my bed, whatever. Um, and then as we go to sleep at night, those that we think on three things that we're grateful for and let that be the thing that cushions our sleep. And I do different meditations and breathing exercises. Um because our autonomic nervous system, right? There's our, we have our um, sympathetic nervous system and our parasympathetic. And our sympathetic nervous system is a thing that um, is wonderful. And it's what keeps us alive. It's what 
if you're in the jungle and a tiger's coming, it's the thing that can make you, oh my gosh, and run faster and run harder and climb that tree or do whatever you need to do to get to safety. It's the thing that helps us to go quickly when our kids almost go out into the street and grab them. It's the thing that, you know, that you hear of parents lifting a burning car or something off saving somebody like it's the thing that rushes in and says you are in danger you must act now that's our sympathetic nervous system keeps us alive it's a good thing unfortunately in today's world it um, is often stuck on high alert and that's how it works and that's where anxieties and all of these other things come from, right? It it increases our cortisol levels in our bodies, and 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 it just it, it, it can create actual disease in us, like real life diseases. And so, what we need to do is have our parasympathetic nervous system come and calm that down, and that comes by ways of deep breathing going for walks. There's, there's, there's a lot of ways that we can work on, on that and help that to stay calm. So I, I thought I would just throw that in as um I don't know if that's a sidebar. I don't know what that is, but anyways, I thought I would just mention that because if you didn't know that that's some of the stuff that I do, that's um, I thought, well, I, I would share that with you. And um, yeah, because if we're going to find our way to joy um, for me, I needed to find a way to not be curled in a ball anymore. Like literally, um, you know, after when we were going, when my daughter was very, very young and I have her permission to talk about this. So to be clear, and she was like four and was rather horribly sexually abused by a daycare worker when I was a single mom working. And there was lots involved with that. Uh, and she's doing really well, by the way. And she's a thriving, wonderful human being. Um, so being a person myself that came from a lot of sexual abuse and sexual trauma, I didn't handle that well. I mean, I handled it well for her. I have to say that. I kind of knew I just immediately went into the mode of anything I would have wanted to hear if anyone had come alongside me and walked it out when I was little um, and helped me through that, through the things that I kept secret. Um, I was blessed that somehow that's what kicked in for me. And I'm really grateful for that, that I basically spoke words to her that I would have wanted spoken to me. We got a lot of help through that. However, one of the things that happened to me was I completely lost it. I, I became overwhelmed with anxiety and I became very sick physically and a lot of things like that happened for me. And I just didn't really know quite how to handle it. Um, and in that journey, I got help and I got lots of counseling, lots of counseling. And I started to heal. And a thing that was the most horrible thing ended up being the thing that actually saved our lives, saved my life for sure, and helped me to heal and become a better person and uh, a better mom. And I, so this horrible thing that happened ended up 
bringing a lot of healing to our family. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. And I guess why I'm talking about that is because I just want you to know if you don't, if you don't, didn't know my story, I, you know what, with the, I have a brain injury. So I honestly, I won't even remember this, probably not most of it in a, like a half an hour. So if I repeat myself, do forgive me. If, if, if you can't, if you've reached out to contact me, I wanted to say this. I think I've said it before, but if you have ever reached out to contact me and I did not get back to you or I did not respond or I did not comment, I promise you, I didn't see it. So if you've ever wanted to talk to me um, or reach out to me about anything that's happened here, Facebook, Way Art on Facebook is a great way to get a hold of me. Alternatively, alleywayart at gmail.com. I don't, I, I, I'm not very good at tech stuff. So I don't really know how to find comments and things. Like I find messages and comments from people like literally months later. And I felt awful about that. Like I, I post things or the company that Amplify You, who are amazing, they post things for me. But I have not yet figured out how, and I people have tried to help me, but this whole memory thing of mine, I, I'm working towards it. So if you've ever commented on like a podcast platform or LinkedIn, I suck at LinkedIn. Um, I Things are posted there for me, but me actually getting there and finding it is a rarity. So please know that. Please know that I would never, and I mean never, just ignore a comment. Even if I didn't like the comment, I would owe some sort of a reply. I I, I wouldn't just ignore it. I And um, mostly people have been really kind, and I feel really bad when I find something like months later, and I think, oh my gosh, someone was in the moment responding to something I said, and then I just didn't see it. So please know that. Alleyway Art. Find me through that, um, the podcast forums <clears throat> and things like that. I'm not so good at. Uh, yeah, so so I just wanted to make sure that I encouraged people that there we can we can find joy. We can we can find healing and wholeness. Life can be great wherever we're at. Um, walking through grieving and and losing people that we love. Um, I don't want to, just a sec. <clears throat> oh my goodness, I just got a little bit overwhelmed here. Okay, so <clears throat> I have a lot of people who I love very much who lost a child and recently. I, I am not for a moment going to say, just go and find your joy. Let's just find healing and a way to put a foot in front of the other and somehow breathe through things like that. I'm grateful. I've experienced some pretty hideous things in my life. That wasn't one of them. Yet, I hope to never. Oh, gosh, I hope to never. But I just want to say grief is its own thing, right? And grieving I, I just it just sort of came to me sorry no no I'm well you guys are used to me by now right if I'm left to my own devices I'm I'm skipping around to everything but it just it came to me as I was talking about oh anything you go through you can just find your joy again I don't I don't want to make it light like that because it's not always just so easy right 
So one of my dearest, dearest friends lost her son very suddenly. It was my godson, Daniel. And, and um, you know, we're talking some years later now. Not that many, but um, it, it's still a daily struggle. And she works to just find moments where she can breathe. And sometimes that's what it's about too. So please know when I'm talking about finding your joy, I understand the level I am able to, that sometimes just breathing is going to be hard. I get that from my experiences. And my hope and my belief is that no matter what we go through, there will be days when we can find some joy. And I guess that's what it's really about for me. It's it's not always that everything's just going to be joyful, but it's a belief and a hope, a hope that we will find moments at least of joy again. Yeah. So so I think that's where I'm at. I I I just um man, I felt like I just got stopped like a freight train smashed right into me. Whoa, just a second. Don't forget to talk about and address and send love and and some gentleness and some explanation to what I'm talking about. If you're a person who can barely catch your breath right now, I'm not suggesting that you're just going to, every day is going to be Disneyland. You're just going to do a little bit more work. Come on, try a little harder. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Please know that's not what I'm talking about. Finding your joy might mean that you were able to get dressed today. Maybe take a shower. Maybe make something healthy to eat. It, it, It can be like that. Because there, I know intimately times when that is a huge accomplishment so that's all i'm inviting you into is trying oh trying what a that's a crappy word i'm not going to use that word inviting you into explore some possibilities hopefully finding someone in your area or someone that you feel like you can trust and start to unload some things that are really heavy that you're carrying. And again, sometimes finding joy is really as simple as getting dressed. Maybe going on YouTube and um, finding someone who does breath work. Because it doesn't have to cost money. Like, I get it. Like, times where money is hard, man. If you, if you can't even figure out how you're going to pay your rent or your electricity bill um you know but if you but if you have access to a public library where you can rent a video if there's such thing as maybe cds i don't know get an eight track i don't know whatever there are ways i promise you there are ways that um are affordable and free where you can get some relief And if you don't know of them, 
um, I would suggest finding a nonprofit in your area, nonprofit organization that has um, access to such things. So that might be, um, I don't know, uh, if you're grieving, there will be, there will be in your area some grief counseling um likely somebody's going to know where you can get some that doesn't cost mental health find a mental health provider a nonprofit in your area where there's going to be things that are going to be free i just i'm not assuming that the whole world doesn't have money i'm just really not assuming that anyone does because i know what it's like to be really messed up and not have access to um things because of finances and then went on to have a career um helping other people before my accident that's what I did as a disability case manager helping people find access to helps many of those people didn't have money and so there are I mean I'm in British Columbia I'm in Victoria um so in Canada there's many I don't know where you are I mean I I have people that contact me I'm surprised and delighted. I mean, I have people from Australia and New Zealand and different states in, in America and, and people contacting me from all over. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Hi, guys. So shout out. Hi from wherever you're listening. Um, but there is going to be in most places. Anyways, I'm going to say that in most places, you'll be able to find a nonprofit. If you can't. Send me an email and I'll, and, and, uh, I'll look into it for you. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I can't promise exactly what I can do, but I, I'll, I'll give a shout out and ask if, if any of our listeners know of anybody in the area, I, I'll do that for sure. Um, yeah. So, so this year going forward, I'm still not going to be addressing the large issues which face our society today. Um, I'll leave that to some way smarter guys and gals. Well, just some people who are very focused and committed to that. And I appreciate them. Uh, but for us here, I'm going to continue to focus on finding joy and inviting, inviting other people who that's their thing, or that's at least part of their thing and invite them to do that. And so for now, um, wow, uh, this is our 52nd episode. So one year, woot, woot, happy birthday, happy anniversary. Um, I'm, 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 I'm excited. And, and for those of you who've been sticking around and, and, and listening and, jo- and joining in, thank you for every person who's been a guest. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Um, and for those yet to come, I'm I'm excited to where this next year is going to take us. Um, hopefully I'll get better at interviewing people. I'm learning along the way. Thanks for being patient with me. Um, I know I've watched back some episodes and I'm like, oh my gosh, right in the middle of a sentence. I forget what I'm talking about. So that's just life with a brain injury, but we're just going to keep doing it, baby. Um, so thanks so much for this amazing first year. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for allowing me to learn and to grow. And um, and I really, really do hope that there's been 
in this all, that there's been um, information that's been helpful for you, that um, the listeners have connected with me and with my guests and yeah, that there's been some hope and healing and inspiration because I know there's been lots for me. So for now, this is Allie. Thanks for listening and find your joy. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy. Thank you.